welcome to physiofit podcast let's move on the effectiveness of thoracic manipulations on shoulder pain a case report abstract the objective of the study was to explore the effects of manipulations to the cervical thoracic junction on clinical outcomes in patients with rotator cuff pathology multiple reports in recent peer reviewed literature state that manipulative techniques aimed at the thoracic spine used in conjunction with exercise produce superior benefits in patients with shoulder impingement and or rotator cuff pathology the quality of evidence in this area is limited and further research is warranted to determine the extent and nature of the relationship between the thoracic manipulation and shoulder pain so let's take an example of a 58 year 58 year old male was admitted to the physical therapy after a two month history of shoulder pain interventions were aimed at strengthening the periscapular musculature and rotator cuff improving the range of motion decreasing pain and returning to a pre morbid level of injury manipulations to the cervical thoracic junction were performed in conjunction with exercise interventions outcomes included changes in visual analog pain scale patient rating of overall improvement and quick dash measurement at the time of discharge it was determined to have a successful outcome based on decreased pain 2 by 10 on the vas and reports of 60% overall improvement these tools both found to be valid and reliable when used as acute subjective measures this case report indicates manipulations directed to thoracic spine may be useful adjunct to pragmatic treatment for patients with shoulder pain thank you welcome to physiofit podcast as we earlier discussed about the effects of thoracic manipulations on shoulder pain so now we are going to discuss about just an introduction to the shoulder pain shoulder pain is the one of the most common diagnosis seen in the physical therapy setting approximately 16% to 20% of the population experiences shoulder pain making it the second most common musculoskeletal condition following lower back pain Recent discussions in physical therapy community have been targeted towards addressing the thoracic spine for patients with shoulder impairments particularly those with signs and symptoms of subacromial impingement the need for evidence to support these interventions is apparent through the increased use of manual and manipulative therapy by practicing therapists globally a key notion discussed among research of thoracic manipulations is the concept of regional interdependence weiner and colleagues describe regional interdependence as the concept that seemingly unrelated impairments in a remote anatomical region may contribute or to be associated with patient's primary complaint this perception suggests that interventions targeting adjacent anatomical areas may directly affect the outcomes of involved joint A review of the evidence was performed during the University of Texas Medical Branches Library website which allows access to a variety of sources which result in 879 results the search was then narrowed to include thoracic manipulation on shoulder which produced 29 results of the 29 articles five were reviewed and later included in the annotated bibliography 
Additional resources are reviewed including the public website and uh, an online database for sharing the information. A review of shared material on use of thoracic manipulations for shoulder impairments was performed and additional articles were then reviewed, although later excluded due to inclusion and exclusion factors. These articles are analyzed based on the inclusion and exclusion of several key factors. Inclusion factors were mentioned of thoracic manipulations, higher levels of evidence published with the last five years. Exclusion factors included if the article was published greater than five years ago, abstract only not related to physical therapy, no mention of thoracic ma manipulation and a primary diagnosis was not shoulder pain impingement. So let's move on to the case description. Consecutive patients presenting to an outpatient orthopedic clinic with shoulder pain were evaluated for inclusion into case study. The inclusion criteria used to determine if, if the patient was suitable for a positive manipulative technique was decreased shoulder ROM, that is the range of motion. Pain with active shoulder movements, positive near impingement test, positive Harkins needy test, Pain with resisted abduction, IR or AER, pain with resisted empty can test. Exclusion criteria included post-surgical patients, previous shoulder rehabilitation for this episode of shoulder pain, a positive spurling test, traumatic shoulder dislocation or a instability within past three months, reproduction of a shoulder pain with active or passive cervical range of motion or a clinical presentation of adhesive capsulitis defined as a loss in passive compared to an involved side in at last two shoulder movements. The patient had to mute the patient had to meet four of the six inclusion criteria and none of the exclusion criteria in order to qualify for the case study. This result in one subject, a 58-year-old male presenting to physical therapy with a medical diagnosis of rotator cuff syndrome of his sh left shoulder. So, in the next session, we are going to discuss about uh, outmeasures. Thank you. Outcome measures of case report that which we had discussed in last session. So let's go on. The outcome measures used for this case study included pain according the visual analog scale, overall rating of change and the disabilities of arm, shoulder and hand. Pain intensity was rated using the visual analog scale which rates pain on a scale from 0 to 10 with 0 being with no pain and 10 being with very high pain levels. The visual analog scale has been shown to be reliable and valid tool for assessing immediate changes in pain intensity with a test rated reliability of between 0 to that is 0 0.95 to 0 0.97 and the minimally clinically important difference of 12 mm. An overall rating of change was measured at discharge by asking the patient to rate their global improvement since beginning physical therapy. 
as 0% being no improvement and 100% being completely asymptomatic and fully functional. This can be compared to a global rate of changes scale, which is considered to be a valid reference for establishing a successful outcome. The final outcome measure used was the quick dash questionnaire, which is a measure of overall upper extremity function and can be interpreted by the patient to target the shoulder, elbow or hand. This questionnaire has modified from the original 30 question assessment that is uh, dash DASH and now includes 11 questions targeting disability and symptoms, 4 optional work, related questions and 4 optional performing arts or sports model questions. The dash has been found to be valid for specific shoulder impairments including rotator cuff syndromes and has demonstrated excellent reliability and responsiveness. Okay. So, we will discuss about the examination. The initial evaluation of FB was performed on February 22, 2011 after revised, after receiving a prescription by the referring physician on February 14, 2011. The patient was given the quick dash measurement prior to beginning the evaluation and completed all required medical history and performing intake paperwork. The history portion of the exam was then performed with key emphasis on mechanism of injury, current and most intense pain rating according to the VAS. Functional limitations and prior functional status and patient goals and rehabilitation expectations. The patient also noted that he is currently building an outdoor shower and that overhead activities are increasing his pain. Initial pain ratings are 0 by 10 currently and 10 by 10 at worst, which was described as being present with overhead activities. The initial quick dash rating of disability was 29 by 11 or 41% perceived disability score. FB stated that his goals were to return to exercise and activities of daily living symptom free and without restriction or limitations. Objective measurements included general observations of scapular kinematics with overhead motion palpation manual muscle testing of both the left and right upper extremity, active and passive range of motion of left and right shoulders, cervical clearing exam and some special test. These are slight dykinesia noted with lower ring of the left arm indicating some weakness of the scapular stabilizers. Resisted testing and range of motion produced positive findings on the left and can be seen in greater Okay, the cervical clearing exam was negative, being that it did not produce any of the posterior shoulder symptoms. Special tests performed included Hawkins needy test, impingement test, the near impingement test, and empty can test, as we discussed as we discussed in earlier. All of which we have been shown to have a good reliability and validity. Symptoms are aggravated by the Hawkins needy procedure but no symptoms are produced in the near or empty can test thank you
Conclusion of case report This case report describes the individual outcomes of a 58 year old male patient presenting to therapy with a 2 month history of shoulder pain. Interventions were targeted towards decreasing pain, improving function, improving the strength of the rotator cuff and periscapular musculature and increasing range of motion. The therapist rationale or for choosing a manipulative technique included pain with resisted abduction decreased shoulder range of motion of the involved upper extremity high pain levels with overhead motion plateau of progression with exercise interventions alone and a positive harkins needy test the final result of all the interventions was a successful outcome demonstrated by a pain rating of greater than 2 by 10 on vas on a perceived uh, overall improvement of 50% the success denoted through this case study supports the current evidence in that there is a ample low level evidence to support the use of manipulations to the cervical thoracic junction for patients presenting with shoulder impairments and the need for higher level research studies is warranted the term regional interdependence is defined as the concept that seemingly unrelated impairments in a remote anatomical region may contribute to or be associated with patient's primary complaint this concept is continuously supported throughout the literature and applied in cases of shoulder impingement and thoracic manipulation benefits of this form of research include the ability to use an evidence based approach of treatment and broaden one's scope of practice physical therapy is shifting towards the use of evidence based intervention techniques and this case study helps to demonstrate potential benefits of additional treatment techniques in patients management manipulative therapy techniques are an important adjunct to an exercise program and the use of certain thrust manipulations for shoulder patients is being supported throughout the evidence and will be an area of further research and focus thank you